Welcome to Sister Susaga, a sci-fi fantasy recap podcast. I'm MK. And I'm Libby. We're two sisters who love to discuss fantasy and sci-fi stories that transport us to worlds more magical than our own. We've noticed that the female perspective is often missing in the sci-fi and fantasy genres, both in the development process and in the fandom discourse. So we're going to examine both old and new epics through feminist colored glasses. This may lead to thirsting after unsuspecting characters with six-packs. Or throwing shade at sexist tropes that should have long ago been pushed through the moon door. We'll be dissecting all aspects of the films and shows we cover, so be warned, there are spoilers on the road ahead. All right, welcome. Welcome all. Welcome one, welcome all. MK has arrived back from her trip. You're back. Yeah, I'm back. I welcome back. was not in Salem. I was in Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Vermont. And that's not Just Salem. That, or? Well, Ma- Salem is in Massachusetts, but I didn't go to Salem. I was okay, in Boston. Okay. Um, but I it was a was fair guess. At, yeah, sure. Uh, I was looking at some leaves, mm-hmm. and I was having a grand old time. Today we're covering House of the Dragon Season 1, Episode 9, the penultimate episode of this season. Exciting stuff. Entitled The Green Council. MK, do you want to get us started on the recap? Yeah. So we open up with the castle, and it's just like shots of the empty castle, because it's clearly early morning. We see a little boy go tell a servant girl who we know now is a spy for Masaria. Talia, I think her name is. Talia is the the handmaid. Yep. That's not what they're called. Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> what are they called? The maidens? Lady in waiting? Sure. So this little boy goes and tells her that Viserys is, Viserys dead. is dead. And I said, this is going to get out for sure because he told someone who's we know is already a, a spy for Masaria. Mm-hmm. Um, so Allison tells her father that Viserys um, said that Aegon is that he wants Aegon to be king. Obviously we know this did not happen but she genuinely believes that it did. So after the conversation with Allison and Otto the, us, the small council is gathered together to be told the news. Um, Did you buy her like crying in bed thing when Talia comes and tells her? I do buy it, but I think I don't know if it's I don't think it's purely for reasons about losing Viserys. I think she just knows like everything that follows that is just going to be like really difficult. Okay. Like even if they succeed in getting their son, getting her son like on the throne, like she'll ha- she has like a lot of things to deal with now going forward. Like this is going to be a rough time. So I yes, like and I also, I just wonder like if she cared so much like when she have stayed with him. It just seems strange to me that she like ran away like right before he died. I don't. Yeah, I mean maybe she didn't realize he was like gonna die, but it just seemed strange that she left as he was clearly struggling. Like where'd she go? Well, they sleep in different rooms, right? Yeah. So I guess she went to go sleep in her own room. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think she cares about him. I don't think she's, like, in love with him. I don't, never was. But, like, and I think he, just having him alive was a comfort. Because, like I said, and all of the complicated right. stuff that comes with. He was at least protecting her in some way or another. Or shielding her from 
all the stuff that was going to happen. At the small council, Allison looks nervous after Otto announces that Aegon is going to be the heir instead of Rhaenyra. She looks like she's like really nervous about the reaction from everyone in the room. Um, and Lannister, I don't remember his first name. Jason. Jason Lannister and Otto are like, okay, cool. Like, let's put our plans into action. Uh, and, and, and Allison just like, what plans? Like, what have you, am I to understand that you've been like planning behind my back? And some other guy who I don't know the name of is like, yeah, who is that guy? That dark no clue. guy. He's like, like, we didn't want to sully you with our dark plans. (laughs) And and she's just like, what the fuck? And then Sir Harold and Lord Beesbury look very shook Shook. by this announcement and very like uneasy and like that. You can just tell they're like not on board. Mm -hmm. And uh, Lord Beesbury says that he's known Viserys longer than anyone in the room. And he doesn't believe that this is what he wanted. I'm 70 and (laughs) six years old. Lord Beesbury's last stand. Yeah. So he accuses them all of killing Viserys and Kristen, like the psycho he is. Piece of shit, Kristen Cole. <laughs> um, okay. He's just... like, don't say that about the queen. Like, shoves his head down and he dies. Be- Lord Beesbury dies at the table. That was too easy. He's like is a 70 year old. No, no, no. He's like a 70 year old dude, and there was like a weird marble on the. Remember, they had okay, those Okay, it was weird like a metal things? marble, and he cracked it on his mm-hmm. eye. So maybe his it, brain was hemorrhaging. It might have been more like his skull. I don't know. I mean, if he had gotten medical attention right away, he would have lived. Because I know, think elderly no. people are pretty he frail. He just cracked his head on the. I don't know. I don't know. That looked fatal to me. Um, Kristen Cole's not that strong. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about the realisticness of the death. Um, okay, fine. But I think I'll move on. Um, so, <laughs> Lord Beesbury is killed on the table. People are really chill about it. And he just lays there someone, while people continue to speak. Someone, I don't remember who it was, but someone's like, can he, oh no, it was the maester. Yeah, the, the maester is like, like, can we please, please have his body removed? And Otto is like, no one's leaving this room until we like finish this conversation. Nobody's and I'm like, I feel like if I was, if I was like there, like my stomach would have like, obviously your stomach's already dropped. Like someone was just murdered. But then that happens. I feel like I would have gone in like panic mode. I'm like, oh my God, these people are bad. They're bad. They're They're insane. Um, so after this, um, Sir Harold kind of challenges Kristen and he's like, put your sword down, brother. Put your sword down, brother. Put it down, put it down. And then, and then uh, Allison is able to like stop them from fighting, but it's it's a tense room. New favorite character, Sir Harold, for sure. <laughs> so I, cool. he's the new him. Lionel Strong. And I just want to say this: I feel like if we were in a real in a Game of Thrones type show, we would have seen way more of him doing cool things, so mm. that we loved him. Mm. Even yeah. though we kind of love him, but he we haven't seen him. We don't know much about him. Right. We would have seen small moments where mm-hmm. he sh- showed his true nature and hundred percent character. I mean, I think I think we've seen little moments, maybe not as many as we need, but I definitely feel like I knew he was like on like Rhaenyra's side, and because he was like her king's guard. 
Oh, everything. yeah, that's right. He was. So I kind of always knew he was kind of a good guy. But um, but it would have just been really nice to yeah. see more of him. Yeah. Because I really like him. So Otto says that Rainier and her family will be given the chance to publicly swear obeisance. Didn't know that word. New word. Uh, to the new king or they will be imprisoned. And Alicent says they will never bend the knee. But she also says, you know, Viserys would not want his daughter to be killed because she was His only child. His only his only child. You almost got me. Um, would not want his daughter to be killed. Um, so you can tell that Alicent is very, very stressed about this because she doesn't want to, like, kill Rhaenyra and her family. But she knows that she's in a tough situation. And Otto's like... Yeah, like we're gonna have them killed for sure. <laughs> like, we have to. nonchalant about it. Oh yeah, he's like, well, they've been planning it. She's like, they've you're gonna kill it. them. He's like, yeah, I kind of have to. <laughs> I said, Sir Harold is like, fuck all y'all, I'm out of here. <laughs> that's that's the gist of it. He's I like, love that. he's like, well, there's no I king take right now. Orders from yeah, the yeah. King. I take orders from the king. There is no there king. Ain't no king. So I'm so taking I'm my leave. Out. Bye. <laughs> He's like, I'll be back when there's a king. Does Otto say that he wants Sir Harold to go kill Rhaenyra and her family? And then he's like, I that's think so. Yeah. That's when he's like, there's no king. So I'm, I'm out. Peace out for a bit. I'm not taking orders from you. I'm not killing Rhaenyra and her family. So I'm going to take a little peace. Yeah. And the problem is that most of the Kingsguard is or are their pawns. Right? Like already. Yeah. And he's yeah. probably the only one that can say, can stand up to them. And he's been there long enough that he yeah, knows Rhaenyra. He knows allows him to do that really well. Yep. So after this, we see everyone in the castle is ushered into cells. Like everyone's being locked up. So everyone in the castle is ushered into um, the prison, the dungeons, whatever. All they the are. servants, right? All the servants, and then including the Allison's maid. She's put in there. Um, Talia. Yeah, Talia. That keeps making me remember her name. It's like... <laughs> She's just a maid who cares about her character. She's probably dead. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, she knows so, too much. So Otto and Allison go looking for Aegon and learn he is most likely at a sex worker facility mm. in the city. Allison tells her other children who look the same age as her. I noted. Her children all look the same age as her. It's kind of... I don't know. It's just like not believable to me that she's their mom. For sure. But um, she got married when she was 17. Yeah, but they 18. all look. She still looks. Maybe she's aged really well. young and her kids don't necessarily like that. The um, Amon, like we were saying, like he's definitely like 37 or something. Um, <laughs> he's not 37. We need to figure out his actual age. <laughs> I tried to find it online like and there's 25. like two dates and one of them says he's like. 22 but that doesn't seem right <laughs> and then the other one i think he's like closer to 30 which more seems right <laughs> okay anyways so she tells her children that their dad is dead and it's kind of sad and helena says there's a beast beneath the boards again and then Eamon walks in and then Eamon walks in and he knows what's going on and she oh. looks at him like he the beast Really, Eamon? That's what I picked up on, yeah. Oh. But it's not him. It's the dragon that came. It, it, it's oh. Rainier, or Rhaenys and her dragon. She's the beast. Beneath the boards, yeah. yeah. she is. Um, I want to say that last week when I was talking about Eamon, I said that he was the only cool person on the side of the blacks. 
That was incorrect. Um, he's the only cool person on the side of the greens. I just, I had that wrong. Clear that up. We think we, we get it. Yeah. Like we got it. I, yeah, I noticed it. It was like, Oof. why don't you, and you didn't say anything? I just wanted to make you look silly. I hate you. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so, so Aegon and Helena find out about their dad and it's sad. And then Otto goes to Eric and I think Eric with an E who can be sure. I only know because of the captions. Otherwise, because mm-hmm. Eric and Eric, they're the yeah. same name, but with an A and one and with they an have R. The same, or with, with an E. They have the same hair. The same exact face. The same face. hair, everything. Um, so, uh, Otto goes to Eric and he says, go find Aegon and bring him to me and no one else. Which is super shady. And... I said Otto doesn't give a shit about Allison's alleged power. He is completely fine with doing everything behind her back and giving her the illusion of power. Yep. Uh, so then everyone in the castle is imprisoned, including Talia, Allison's handmaiden. <laughs> and Allison learns that Eric went after Aegon, and she seems to know, like, Otto and I are on different sides of this. Like, right? Because... She says to Sir Kristen, like, go find my son. Like, you need to bring him to me first. No one else. I was like, are they going to make out? Oh my she God. was like, no, anything no, that you've I ever felt for me, <laughs> use it to go and find my son. She leans in and whispers. Like, she leans in closer. And she's like, everything you feel for me is your queen. And I was like, have they been? I, I mean, <laughs> if they have been, I want to see it. I hate them both, but like we still should get to see it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe um, <laughs> um, just like a little spoiler spoiler from later on the episode. Maybe she and he kind of have a she and Laris situation going on. Maybe I don't think so. She can get away with doing something. I think just it, on the edge of her morality. I mm-hmm. think she's just taking advantage of his like I think intense probably, duty, like and need to be honorable. I also wonder if he. Is kind of in love with her and she is using that too yeah like yeah, everything sure. you feel for me and he's like yes my feelings i don't know <laughs> <laughs> he's like she knows that i don't know um so Eamon goes with Kristen as well because he i forget what his reasoning was he where, knows but. where his brother likes to yeah the places his brother frequents because he went there with him once when he was like turned 14 yeah. or something to like wet his what is it wet his whistle or something like that <laughs> Otto calls on all the great houses to bend the knee to Aegon he calls them all to the throne room right or what not the great houses I didn't know who they were the these lords at like, court the lords at like court is what I meant to say of uh, King's Landing. Yes, and the surrounding area. They the actually lords. are. They actually have their own. When mm-hmm. they say the Seven Kingdoms, that's one of the kingdoms. So, sure. So there are like Heron Hall's part of it. Dragonstone's not that far away. Um, the uh, Driftmark's not that far away. Cool, cool, cool. So he calls on some dudes. It would have to be like the people that are people like, nearby because they are doing this so quickly. Like well, they're like stay at court. Who live uh, yeah. at King's yeah. Landing and stay yeah. at court. Like so what I said. On... Like, thank you for mansplaining that. But it was uh, like what so I anyways, already so what, so what said so was, was the people at court. Oh my god! So the <laughs> so Otto calls on some lords nearby. Who cares? Um, <laughs> so was Lord Caswell there? Yes. Right. Is he, he the bald was. guy? Yeah. Okay. So that's what that was my. Is guess. he the one who gets hung? Yeah. Yeah. 
but shit. Jeez, don't bad much. Um, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert. So uh, Otto's like, hey, bend the knee to the new king, Aegon. Or, or, and one guy's like, I have to talk to my house before I decide. And he tries to walk away. And Otto's like, you're not leaving this room leave. unless yeah. you bend the knee. And uh, was so bad. the guy is basically like, oh. I am no oath breaker. And he won't bend the knee. And I was like, yes, bitch. <laughs> and then there was another lady who wouldn't, too. I don't know. And there's another woman who wouldn't. Oh, she says, House Fell keeps its sworn oath to the princess. Mm. And I was like, yeah. But aren't they both going to die now, probably? For sure. <laughs> well, well. We're taking prisoner at the very least, right? They're taking prisoner until they bend the knee. And they probably will. So then the, what's his name? Caswell. So then Lord Caswell seems real nervous. And he's like, you know what? I think... He's being, being very obvious. Yeah, he's, not he's so obvious. Trying to he's like, maybe I should. I, in my mind, the, his narrative was like, I'll pretend to be on their side, and then I'll like be able to alert Rhaenyra to like yeah, what's going what on. Yeah, that's what he was gonna do. So he like bends the knee, but you're like, oh cool, he's gonna like yeah get the job done and let Rhaenyra know what's going on. So then, meanwhile, Eric and his twin brother Eric um, <laughs> find they find a child like a child a child that, slave that was fucked up fighting ring, and they're like, and. It seems like, you know, Eric is trying to convince the other Eric. Again, no idea what the difference is. <laughs> because one of the Erics is actually Aegon's one on right. one on one, one, on one bodyguard, basically. Who who he has followed here many times. Yeah. And he's like he's like trying to show his brother Eric <laughs> that Aegon is a really bad he's dude. Trash. And that yeah. he shouldn't be king. There's like a little boy there that looks like yeah. Aegon and it's like oh, he, and he's like one of many of his probably bastard children just like wandering around. And yeah. he lets his bastard children fight, fight in the slave. Is he like child them slave to be fighting strong so that he has an army of I don't know. So bastards. I couldn't I didn't even let myself be mortified by this. I was just like I was feeling bad for like the actual kid, like child. I know. Actors. I thought about the child actors too. I was like, this is traumatizing for yeah. them. But it seems like maybe they're a little older. And they I, I would have, I don't, older, I don't know if it was all done, like how much was added post production and all of that. It was yeah. so weird. And Why are they child, like, do chickens or like <laughs> dogs? They're trying to like shock you. I know, I know. So and show you what a shitty guy Aegon is. So Eric says to Eric, "Do you see now what he is?" And he insinuates that Aegon has had many children out of wedlock and that he likes to go to these children fighting things. Yeah. And um, Eric echoes Aemon's opinion that Aegon isn't fit to be king. So then Aemon tells. So it cuts to Aemon and Kristen, and I think I kind of left out one of the scenes between them where they go to this they go to sex the, worker facility that's where um Amond went with his brother and, on yeah. his birthday or whatever yeah and the lady who runs it the madame <laughs> or whatever was like how you've grown why do i love this and i watched one of the the specials or whatever behind the scenes thing and fob or whatever the guy who plays Kristen cole uh-huh Oh, Fabian. Fabian. So the lady there, who was the madame, that was like his teacher in acting school. <laughs> and so he was like super nervous. And they show a scene where he's like, he like messes up in front of her. And then he's just like really embarrassed. And he's like playing with her hair. 
And she's just like trying to stay in character. <laughs> it was so funny. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, what, a, what a fun little tidbit. Yeah. Um, but that was, nothing really happens. They don't find Aegon and they take off. And then later on we see them again. And basically the thing that you need to know from that scene is a Aemon tells Kristen that he thinks he's better suited to the throne than his brother. So you kind of get the feeling that he he doesn't really want to find his brother because he wants to be king. But also, you know, we question what will he do in order to get what he wants. <laughs> Thoughts? Yeah, I think he... I don't think he would kill his brother in any direct way. But like you said, I don't think he would save him either. So... I don't know. He clearly wants it. That's what's come out of this. For sure. It's like, but he's not the next person like he's not the next in line Aegon has kids oh right right true 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 oh you're right he's the second son so he's stuck as a second second son while so it cuts back to Eric and Eric or the Cargills if you will and they're approached by a young woman working for the elusive white worm also known as Damon's former lover, Masaria. Isn't she known as the um, the actress with the really bad accent? Yeah. What the fuck is her accent? Is I don't know. I haven't heard that. I have many. <laughs> I have many notes. I don't know like what she's doing. She's like trying a to do. South Africa. I don't know. She's doing like an African. It's like Jamaican yeah. man. She's like, oh, Jamaica man, you want to know where he is? I'll tell you. I'm cutting all she's this like, out. She's Jar Jar Binks. She's doing a Jar Jar Binks. Oh, she's doing Jar Jar. Okay. <laughs> yep, yep. So this person who has a great accent <laughs> says that her mistress knows where the prince is and that they have to pay for the information, but she'll bring them to her. And cut to you're talking about Masaria with the accent right oh my god not the, oh you're talking about Masaria not the messenger yeah yeah no oh sorry oh you're talking about this other girl I'm talking about the white worm that is Masaria yeah yeah her okay. accent's okay. terrible I got, I got that mixed up I don't get what her accent is no, I, I don't even remember the accent of the girl who talked to them so I was she's just, just like normal sure. human yeah she was normal <laughs> she was just like normal human <laughs> accent <laughs> okay so I said the bald Rhaenyra supporter because <laughs> I didn't know his name. Castwell, <laughs> Lord Casterwell, Casterlywell, Caswell. He's come up, Lord Caswell, three times just whatever. To so Lord Caswell gets caught trying to flee. Yeah, he's and that's he's just going on for a ride. <laughs> that really <laughs> s- was not great. Said. Just going for a ride with my horse. I mean, he did try. To kind say of that. like, what's the point of him? Like. They've been showing us him this whole time, and it's like, oh, he's a Rhaenyra supporter, and then he just like got killed. I was like, okay, I thought he was gonna. Be I more... mean, that was the point I to show that like anyone important. who was gonna support her oh. is gonna be killed. Like sure. they're not joking Thank around you. at yes. this point. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, she's so dumb. so glad MK understands now. <laughs> so Allison goes to Rhaenys, who's been on house arrest, to try to get her to bend the knee to Aegon. Rhaenys wants to. This is the best scene. It's the best scene. Well, besides the ending scene. It's basically the best scene. It's so interesting. There's a a moment in this scene where I said, Rhaenys wants to bitch slap Allison. (laughs) Like, I can see it in her eyes. For sure. Um, And Rhaenys says, you should have been, or no, sorry. Allison says, you should have been queen to Rhaenys. And I said, nice ass kissing. Yeah. Um, She's playing the game now. 
So I have this copy, this, some of this written down. Oh, good. I'm glad you did that. Yep. So Rini says, you are wiser than I believed you to be. Well, maybe I should explain a little bit what happens. So basically, Allison is getting, trying to get Rhaenys to bend the knee to Aegon, and she says, um, how is Rhaenyra, like, why are you still on her side? She, like, has done nothing but wrong you, basically. Right? She's like, why are you still on her side? Like, you should be on my side instead. And she said, I don't care about Driftmark. You can keep Driftmark. It's all yours. Um, yeah, and, you can give it to your to yeah. Ayla and Raina. Yeah. yeah. And Raina says, you are wiser than I believed you to be, Allison Hightower. And Allison says, a true queen counts the cost to her people. And then Raina says, and yet you toil still in service to men. Your father, your husband, your son. You desire not to be free, but to make a window in the wall of your prison. Have you never imagined yourself on the Iron Throne? And she like leans in and like whispers it basically in her ear. Mm -hmm. And Allison just kind of leaves without answering her question and says like, think about it. And just like leaves. But I just thought that was like so interesting, especially with like what we've been talking about with Allison. That like she is... Like a tool of the patriarchy, for sure. She's and then the Trump, literally she's the says the women who voted for Trump. She's like they're not trying to get out of the system that you know works against them. They're trying to just what she says, create a window in the prison. Yeah, I remembering what she said to you right before this. Allison says like, um, you know, basically she says like our role as women is to like shape men's like decisions like guide their decisions so that like we can avoid violence and Rhaenys is like why do we have to do that why can't we be in charge instead like why are you doing this why um which yeah kind of leads into that conversation but that was a really great scene so good I love Rhaenys's character yeah I'm obsessed with her now she's so cool I still wish that her and Rhaenyra were like a team, but I'm. I think they will be now. I probably. think they will be. Sometimes you just need a common foe. We kind of called this last week, Libby. Remember? Yeah, that she was going to be said dangerous. That yep. she was a player now. She didn't give. A, she don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. She's. I don't numb. give a fuck. I don't give a she's fuck. She's doing. She's doing her. If definitely, yeah. She is doing her. Yeah. So, cut to Masaria talks to Masaria mm-hmm. talks to Otto and the Erics, saying that she has the prince and she'll hand him over for a price. Obviously, they give her some money, and she says, "Also, I want you to stop the child fights and worse that are happening to the children in Flea Bottom." And he says he'll look into it, which I'm like, "What a politician!" She definitely answer. won't. Yeah. Um, Wasn't that a weird thing to request? No, she's a good person. That's an interesting thing, too. She says that the crown only has as much power as the people give it or something in that vein. And I'm kind of like, yes and no. Like, they have real power that's kind of no matter what the people do. But I, I, I kind of know what she's saying. Um, so twins, because of Masaria, end up finding Aegon and... He tries to escape, but they catch him. And then as they're leaving, Kristen and Aemond also find Aegon. And Aegon tries to run again, and Aemond catches him. And Aegon kind of 
well, Kristen and one of the Eric's start fighting. Mm-hmm. And then Amond, or no, so, and then Aegon says to Amond, God, their names are so I similar. I think it's Aegon's Eric. Sure, Aegon's Eric. Um, yeah, for sure. So, is fighting with Kristen, and then the other Eric is like, Fuck, doing I'm out nothing. Of here. Yeah. I don't. And then he leaves. Like, yeah, I don't. He's like, I don't care about he's any like, of this. He's like, peace. I'm gonna go to the fuck out. Yeah. To my own thing. And couldn't he have helped his brother win? Yeah, I that thought was he would, but shady. Um. So then Aegon pleads to Aemon. He says, "If you let me go, I'll sail away, and you'll never see me again." But Kristen is like, "No, we have to bring him back. Like that's what we're supposed to do." Yeah. And for a second, Aemon goes. Oh, Aemon like is like. Oh. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> For sure. That sounds like a good idea. Um, So it cuts to a scene with Otto and Alicent. And Otto says, whatever our differences, our hearts remain as one. And Alicent's like, our hearts were never one. I see that now. Rather, I have been a piece that you moved about the board. And I said, no shit, Sherlock. Um, (laughs) Took you long enough. (laughs) I'm like, how do you, how are you just realizing this? Um, he's literally named Rasputin. Like, <laughs> his name is Rasputin. <laughs> and then he's like, but I made you queen, didn't I, basically? And then yeah. Allison is just not Sounds having it. Bragging. I'm he's pretty like, good at this game, aren't He's I? like, I moved you about the board, sure, but I moved you into the position of queen. And she's like, fuck off. Um, so Allison is kind of turning on Otto and I said, you know, we do like to see it. We do. Yeah. And the after the episode, they say they were, they really lined up this scene and shot it almost exactly the same way as they did with the scene back in one of the first episodes where he tells her to go and like wear her mother's dress. Ooh. And Oh, I just remember that line where he's like, you really do look like, like your, your mother, mother in certain light. lights. And she was just like, fuck so off. patronizing. Like, yeah, that's when and she then, like leaves the room. Then she de- is that when she goes, I want this, this, and this. I think I... she just leaves the room. Where... Okay, but it might have been before that. Where she goes, I have Aegon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, is that I... in this scene? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She says, I have Aegon. I have all the power. We're doing what I want to do. And then do. you look like your mother in the moonlight. Yeah. He knows he's lost. He's lost some power, and he kind of resorts to just, the mother talk. Wish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he says as you as wish or whatever. I, I think she's already left the room and he's like, as you wish. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> that was weird. I was like, why would he say that after she... It's almost like he's still trying to like keep a part of the power by like pretending like, oh, I'm agreeing to this. And it's like, no, this isn't... Okay. This is how it is. You're not yeah. agreeing to it. Um. So next... Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. The foot thing. <laughs> so Lord Laris is in Allison's chambers, which I was like, excuse he spends me? Many Who invited hours. you in? He spends many hours there. Ew. Ew. So, he's so creepy. He's so creepy. He tells Allison that there is a network of spies in King's Landing and her father knows it and he allows it to go on because it sometimes benefits him, which we know to be true because we know that he had info from Assyria that Damon and Rhaenyra were you know making and he let that leak and he let that leak so we know he's been working with them for a while so he basically says if you want I can make the I can make Masaria and her little spy gang disappear yeah is my impression cut off the head of the snake (laughs) the worm and so while this is happening I've 
I was noticing that she was like taking off her socks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I said, is she undressing to get him to tell her more? It was almost like yeah, she, was. she would ask a question and then he would wait. And yep. she would be like, okay, I have to take off another sock or whatever. And then he would keep talking. And so, and then I said, or is he just a feet guy? <laughs> and that is true. He um, is a feet foot guy, I guess. So yeah, he tells her that one of her, one of the little spiders is her lady in waiting. I wrote down what the Talia. name of it was. Lady in waiting. That's what I said. Oh, lady Whatever. in waiting. No, we were trying to figure out what they <laughs> were called. Did. I think she did say that at one point. Oh, okay. But I didn't think that was what it was. Because I didn't think ladies in waiting had to like actually wait on them. Like mm. be their servant. Okay. Uh, they were just like their friends. I was, so I was confused. But he ends up masturbating to too her much feet. J- too much Jane Austen. Sure. No, definitely not. Um, Doesn't this seem like so modern? Like, I wouldn't think that something like this would happen back in the day day. No, I mean. Back in the day. I, I said, thought foot fetishes were like more of a like Craigslist. Oh, no, I'm thing. sure they go back to the dawn of time. Right. Um, but. Just like. She just like. Every king. Yeah, with every king. It's from the beginning of time. Um, yeah, time memorial. <laughs> oldest, the oldest career in the books. Sex worker. Exactly. So she basically has her feet sitting on the couch she's sitting on, and she turns away while he's... What is the... What is it? Where did you Choking use? the dragon. Choking okay, the dragon. It, yeah. um, and she looks like super... Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. And, and but it seems like at this point they have some sort of agreement. Next scene, Eric with an E is not cool with Rainice being locked up, so he takes her to escape. He opens her room and he's like, "This, I've had enough. Like, let's get you out of here." Was anyone else like a little worried that maybe he was like tricking her or something? I was a little bit. Yeah, we still don't know if we can trust him. Yeah, although sure. he did let her out, so that's good. He did actually. I mean, he wasn't letting her get her dragon, which is not cool. Like, if I was her, I'd be like, fuck you, I'm going to get my dragon Well, just like he sat there and watched his brother lose to Kristen Cole when he could have helped. Yeah. Is that the same Eric? Teddy's, like, really sensitive about brother stuff. Yeah. And it it was like, it was like, he crossed a line. He, like, was like, he didn't even help him. Like, he could have. I wonder if he left knowing he was going to go and let Rainice out or something. Maybe. I don't know. So, Rainice and... Eric are trying to get to a ship on the water, but all the townspeople are being like corralled, corralled by for the coronation. Yeah. yeah, to the to a certain spot for the coronation of Aegon. So she gets lost in the crowd and she gets pushed into that place where they're having the coronation. So she's like watching the coronation happen from yeah. from and the she crowd. Was, she, she kind was of looks such like a noble woman the whole time. Do you see her? Yeah. Oh, she was like my word. She was like her her, her like real. cloak was like all the yeah. way to her her chin. And yeah. she was just like, all these poor people are Pose, touching me. Posing. <laughs> she didn't oh, say that. Help me. <laughs> I like mean she figured it out. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone would be having a great time in that situation. Yeah, she was she was literally doing what I would be doing. Because I would be worried about getting trampled. This also I would be this yeah. also gets Sir Eric off the hook because if someone's like, What are you doing? He could be like, I was trying to do crowd control. And I got swept <laughs> up in the Yeah. So Yeah, it seems like they got separated pretty easily, but anyways. Yeah. She goes oh. in and she's like watching the coronation from the audience. So cut to Allison talking to Aegon in 
the wagon on the way to the coronation. And she says Viserys never wanted to be... Oh, Aegon says that Viserys never wanted him to be king because he didn't like him. And she says he changed his mind. And he was like, no, he didn't. He would have done it long ago. Aegon was like, he had 20 years to change his Mm -hmm. mind. Like, I really don't. Like, he just doesn't buy it. Really? But, I mean, he's like, here here we are. Um, And then he's like, do you love me? (laughs) And she's like, you imbecile. And she kind of like smiles. I mean, I know he's trash, but like, that's how he became trash. Like, nobody loved him the way he needed to be loved. Like, his dad ignored him and he thinks his dad hated him. Yeah. And Allison is just like abusive to him. So it's Mm -hmm. like, what do you expect? Of course he's a psycho. Yeah. And that, and again, full well knowing that people have hard childhoods and don't rape people or go to child fighting rings, you know? Like, he's, He's made his choices there. Right. But we still know, like, he didn't have the easiest childhood for sure. Just like Jeffrey Dahmer. Just like... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't even know about just Jeffrey. Just like Joffrey. I decided to watch that. I'm not watching that show. But Baratheon. Yeah, just like Joffrey. Like, everything that Joffrey I'm did was Joffrey justified. Vibes with it. <laughs> I he think he's... that crown on, I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Be in for it now. For sure. Yeah. So... Next. Huh. Huh. Oh, 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 oh. So in the carriage on the way to the coronation, Allison, when she's talking to Aegon, is really stressing the fact to him that she doesn't want Rhaenyra to be killed. Mm -hmm. So and that was like why we we thought that she wanted to get to him first because she wanted to say please don't we need to make sure that we don't kill Rhaenyra and her family. Yeah. She wanted to be in his ear first. So she really makes that like the main point of her talk. Her main takeaway. Um, So then we cut to the coronation and Aegon I don't have a ton of notes for this because it's just like Aegon walks out. He seems kind of like he likes the attention and he isn't used to being initially he seems tentative and then by the yeah. end he's got the crown on everyone's cheering he's like oh yeah and he's like pump- <laughs> pumping his fist yeah it was kind of cool it was almost like we were there at this royal uh what's the word coronation yes you could hear the <clears throat> people coughing in the background like you're in church Mm. The priest is there blessing him. No one's speaking. It's kind of boring. It's kind of like trivial. Yeah. Um, he does the. He goes down the line of all the soldiers. That's yeah, that he gets was cool. To the altar. They create the aisle for him, and the then, shoulders, and then they, they put the swords up, and then mm-hmm. as he passes, they take the swords down. As a, as like the soldiers sh- just like shove everyone out of the way. Yeah. Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> Yeah, this was really well done, especially if you if you watched the special that I watched. This was all, you know, special effects. What is it? VF, VHF, or VHS? VHS. Tape? Yeah, that's what um, it is. Yeah. V- oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. To do all the visual yeah, effects, they to were... do all the crowd, I'm guessing. Yeah, I think it was during COVID. So, like, they had, ha- they had a crowd, but it was small. 
So if you look at the crowd, it was like pathetic. It looked like it was like a hundred people, maybe, or something. And this is supposed to be like ten thousand people the in this room. So, so most of it is the crowd looks so fake. So yeah, the, it's a pretty incredible feat. Not only just with the with the coronation itself, because the building it's in is kind of fake, so there's green screens. Mm-hmm. But oh, then yeah. the people, most of them are fake, and then the dragon is obviously fake. <laughs> What so dragon? like what the dragon? acting, yeah, the dragon. What dragon? What dragon? <laughs> Sorry, but the guy who plays, um, the actor who plays Aegon, Aegon, he was like, I didn't know if I could really, if my imagination was gonna like be enough for this, like to just imagine a ten thousand, you know, a crowd of ten thousand cheering me on, and then all of a sudden a dragon pops up. He's like, How am I gonna? I wanted his dragon to pop down after he got coronated. <laughs> Coordinated, but coordinated. I wanted his dragon Starfire. Yeah, it was weird. His his dragon wasn't really there. Like we Targaryens. Wouldn't that be weird? Isn't that weird that his dragon wasn't there? Seems like such a a high tower thing to do. The high towers don't think about dragons the way Targaryens. I suppose, yeah. And now they don't even have a Targaryen parent, so no one thought of it. That's true. Rainies did. So yeah, during during all of this pomp and circumstance. Yeah, right. You see Rainies sneak out, and I'm yeah. like, "Good for you, girl. See you later." And I was like, "I don't know. I was gonna see her so soon." <laughs> she went for the dragon. I mean, I knew that's where she was going. You knew. She went down. Mm-hmm. So and oh, you didn't know? No, I didn't know. Doi. Down, down to Chinatown. <laughs> this is just MK's <laughs> dumb episode. Um, so Rainies hits the, the ceiling. She lands on a bunch of oh, people. Can we just say when Aegon raises his sword, it's like a cheesy 80s movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> like a Mario. Oh, For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And you can uh, just see like as he's like starting to just really enjoy the, yeah. uh, the applause. He's like, my parents don't love me, but at least you guys do. <laughs> You're my real family. Like a classic like child actor. Narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> He has to find love somewhere. Um, so, Rainies comes crashing through the ceiling on her dragon. She takes the floor. Sh- takes a shit ton of people out and on her it's, way. She definitely kills a bunch of people. And the floor. Yeah, but they're just small folk. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? So she can kill these small folk. I felt bad for them. But she literally is looking the greens in the eye. Like her dragon could kill all those people, and the civil war would never happen. Like she has the opportunity she could have to saved kill these so people. many lives in the future if she had killed them right here. And, and I guess in the didn't. after the episode, um, what's his name? Mike oh Miguel Sapochnik was like, "Well, she was like she saw Rhaenyra or not? She saw Allison uh, step in front of Aegon, and it was like her mother's heart that couldn't do it." Was like, no, absolutely not. No, I just don't believe that. That's they. They couldn't have her kill them. This is okay. This is my theory. Well, yeah. They said in the after the episode, sorry, Ted, I know you hate it. Clearly, we do too. Um, <laughs> but they were like, it's where, it's where you get all of your intel. They were like, we wanted to give Rhaenyra a really big moment, and we got to, or sorry, we Rainies. wanted to give Rhaenys a really big moment, and we got to do it. And so I like, doubt this was in the books then. I don't know. And they're like, I agree. But because cause mother to mother, she couldn't do it. And I was like, no. You wanted to give her a cool big moment in your penultimate episode, but you knew you couldn't actually have her kill anyone because that's not what happens. Right. So it's just stupid. 
it's for nothing. Fan like service. I just don't believe I just I don't believe that she wouldn't have done it. You don't. She went all the way to the trouble of getting in there with a with a mission. And the minute that Allison stood in front of him, she was like, I can't do it. I don't know. I just. I don't know if that was her mission or if she was just trying to get away. But why did she get away by banging through the ceiling? Okay, MK. This came up with Damon. She might be a badass, but it doesn't mean that she wants to kill people. She just killed a bunch of people. Small folk. Oh. These are her flesh and blood Targaryens. No, they're not. Her Allison's children are. Well, she doesn't care about them. She doesn't care about Targaryen blood? No. I get that she didn't kill them. I'm just saying it sucks. It It was was for sure. It was a huge flex. Don't fuck with me. I'm going back to Driftmark. Yeah. Leave me alone. I could have killed you. I didn't. Yeah. Whatever. I think That might come back. I think she planned to, and then she lost her gumption. I disagree. I don't know. What do you disagree about? I don't think she was planning to kill anyone. I mean, other than the people she killed. MK. (laughs) I think it was like an epic way to... They could have lived. They could have been hit by rocks. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, fine. A lot of them are dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she escapes through the window. (laughs) To the window. I was going to ask, MK, what would you you have done (laughs) if you were Rainey's? But I know you would have killed Allison. For sure you would have. I don't want. You wish you could. I don't want Allison to get killed. Killed. You would have just been like, eat eat her. And then your dragon would have been like, (laughs) just ate Allison. I don't want. I don't want. Let me just say this again. I don't want Allison to get killed. But it would have been good if they had. If she had killed them. The whole show would be over. Right. But it would have been good in the long term had she done it. But I understand not wanting to be the person who was responsible for that and have all that pressure of, like, you you can make or break this, like, riding on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. But, man. It, it was an emotional roller coaster. Because at that time, you're almost kind of rooting for... You kind of want Aegon to work out. Right? I don't. Okay. Whatever, you're swept up in the I don't, moment. Why do you... Oh, because you were falling for his like 80s pump, fist pumps with the sword? Yeah, or? The, the fist pump is what got me. I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah. You were like, maybe yeah. he is going to be were a like, good king. Like, All right. You were like, he needs this. This will fix <laughs> him. Know, we kind of feel good. <laughs> and all of a sudden, bam, dragon. Mm-hmm. Well, small folk. And it made me think back to the scene where Rhaenyra was pleading with Viserys to back her. And to back Luke Lucerus um, at the petition um, when she visits him in the middle of the night. And she's crying and she's like, it's such a heavy burden. She's like, I thought I wanted this, but I don't I don't know if I do. It's just too much. Mm-hmm. And in the previews for next week, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she were just like, OK, whatever. I guess he's king. Like, let's just live our lives and not die at this point. Because I'm sure they know like that they're in danger. Girl, yeah. you in danger. And but, I wonder if all the people rallying behind yeah, her will they're going to force mind. her to do it. Or, yeah. I mean, hopefully change her mind and, like, she does it of her own or, yeah. and volition. Maybe, but Depending on how Aegon is as a king, maybe that'll motivate her as well. Like, if he's, like, a terrible king or something. Yeah. <laughs> but Damon, it sounds like Damon's going to be the one pushing him. I Pushing her. 
Did you watch that, the preview for next week? Yeah, I did. Are we there yet or no? Yes. Um, Rainey's flies away, and that's the end of the episode. Episode nine. Kind of crazy that nobody from the Blacks is in this episode. This was all green stuff. Yeah, which is um, upsetting. I just feel like it was missing that tension. You know, think about how good last episode was with all of the tension, all of the infighting, um, the drama, the emotions, like... That was, oh. they tried to do that with like pitting Allison and Otto against each other, but they're both going for like the same goal yeah. in the end. Um, in the inside the episode, they were like, for us, this episode was a Hitchcockian thriller. <laughs> I, was I like, started watching and I just went, click. <laughs> I went, fuck you guys. Why don't you like Miguel Sapochnik no, and the other guy? Tell me it's what? the other guy that's annoying to me. I just don't want them to tell me. What they were trying to do. I want to interpret it on my own. Well, I think the reason I want that too is because I almost always hate what they wanted me to think. Like when they're like, we wanted you to think that because she's a mother to mother, she didn't do it. I'm like, I don't like that interpretation. I, feel I like- loved the episode so much. I thought the episode was so good that I watched the what's happening next week. And I started to watch inside the episode. Mm. Can you guys believe it? No. And then I said, no then more. he said, we thought this was going to be like a Hitchcock movie. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not a sellout. And I turned it off. And I turned I'm not a sellout. Good for you. Thank you. Know? you. Thank well, you. I just wanted stand to share. By your... I just wanted to <laughs> share that with everyone. Anyway. Um, congrats, Teddy, on not being a sellout. But Staying what, true to Libby, yourself. wouldn't you say there was still, like, maybe not tension, but... They're trying to find Aegon of, or whatever. Oh, where's Aegon? Where's I'm he? like, who the fuck? Oh, okay, you didn't. <laughs> we know I you're going to find him. Like, yeah, it's... Well, the thing, it was a, t- a time-sensitive issue. If they wanted to get him installed as king before Rhaenyra knew that Viserys died, I guess it, there yeah. was and they urgency wanted there, to, but... Otto wanted to kind of get Aegon on his side, and Allison wanted to get Aegon on her yeah. side. But even then, like you said, like we, they're both kind of wanting around, around the same thing. So, what's the white worm? What's her name? Masaria. Do you think? Oh, she's probably dead, right? We saw her her oh, house burning. I forgot. Laris burned the white worm. Is mm-hmm. the white worm? Well, at least her the house. place. Her. I thought the white worm was the place oh, and maybe. she was like, yeah. the owner oh, okay. of that place. But that was confusing. But she has that like, a secret escape down I'm like, the there's beach. no way she's dead. She's probably fine. Yeah, I don't think she's dead. Um, Do you think she told or sent a raven or a messenger to Rhaenyra as soon as she found out that the king was dead? Or do you think she offered... I'll tell you something I know if you give me some gold. I mean, it doesn't matter because Rainice is Yeah, Rainice is going there, so it's kind of like, who cares? Oh, from the, yeah. 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 And we saw in the preview that Rainice gets there and tells her what's going on. Um, So, but I was going to say something about next week. There's a dragon that's heavily featured in the preview for next week. And Damon is like trying to speak to it. Yeah. I thought that was and like you, I like stopped it and paused it at the point where it's like the dragon's eye, right? and you can see Damon's reflection in the dragon's eye. So he's and so this must not be Cyrax, right? Why would he be like Cyrax is um, having to tiptoe around Rhaenyra's dragon? 
Oh, sorry. Um, Caraxes, it says. Oh, Caraxes, sorry. It must not be Caraxes, though, obviously. Yeah. They so whose dragon think... is it? I just assumed Vagar because it was so big. But... All right. Spoilers. <gasps> There's random dragons around. But why is he is he trying to get multiple dragons? Can someone have multiple dragons? <laughs> his do- his daughter doesn't have a dragon. Maybe but wouldn't his daughter have to tame it? Not to him. bond. Well, with he's, it? He was just singing to it in old Valyrian. He was singing to it. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was like, oh, oh. And the dragon <laughs> was like, Smith. and the dragon was like, ah, <laughs> uh, that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. There's riderless dragons out there, just like Vagar. There's more than just her. So this might be one of those. And maybe he's... Maybe it's easier for his daughter to pick up his dragon and for him to go get something stronger. No, no, no. You know what I mean? No, because remember they said at the at the beginning of this that only death can part. Only death oh. can part a dragon, and a dragon only listens to their one master. Okay. So that wouldn't work. Because that's why it's kind of in question. Oh, maybe it's Lanor's dragon. Because I was wondering, like, what's going to happen to Lanor's dragon? Like, obviously. Oh, he can't take it with. He didn't take it with. So, like, who's oh. going to be using it? Good, really good point. I wonder if it's. I can't remember his dragon's name, but. Swift Sail. Remember? Star Sail. Rain- Rainbow Star Sail. Star sail. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably Rainbow Sea in Star it. Sail. Well, it's called. <laughs> Sea snake, no. Something with a sail in it. <laughs> sea smoke. Sea smoke, yeah. That's a legit um, prediction. Doesn't his dragon think that he died, though? They never probably saw his body unless unless they showed him, like, the fake They're body. Like, Here, dragon. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Look at this body, <laughs> dragon. And then he was like, that's not him. That ain't him. <laughs> For sure he would know. You can fool these people, but you can't fool me. <laughs> that ain't him. That ain't him. That's crazy. I That'll be interesting to see. I didn't I, even think about how Lenore left his dragon. I do think in the, yeah, he left a lot behind. Family dragon. It's like oh, Carl. such a happy ending for the one of the gay Girl. characters and the one of the two gay Girl. characters in this show. Um, one of them gets murdered at a in public at a wedding, and the other one has to imban- abandon his entire family and his dragon and his life and his title and his money in order to go and be gay but somewhere else. But he didn't get killed like he was supposed to in the book. So right, bare minimum. That's good. Bare minimum. <laughs> expectations um one thing i wanted to say is it just kind of sucks that this was written in the 80s and is like still popular now in a way like not that i like i do love game of thrones but it's like there's other fantasy now that's much more feminist and friendly to women and inclusive um like black sun the books that mk and i or the book that mk and i read and Mm -hmm. loved i feel like we should do an episode just on Black Sun, and we should read the second one too because it came out, and I want to read it. But Sister imagine Saga Book Club. Imagine HBO doing Black Sun. Be cool. Um, and it's all like it's basically matriarchal. It's it's fantasy that's based on Aztec history instead of English history. So it's people of color. It takes place down like in Central America, 
well, fantasy like a, version of Centurion. Yeah, fantasy version of Centurion. Um, and women actually hold real power and there's like different mythical creatures and like it's incredible. So mm-hmm. in a way, I'm, sometimes I'm just like, why the fuck are we still playing out these old tropes? Mm. Like this, the story from the 80s, like cool, but like there's better things now. Like couldn't we be lifting up those stories instead of living in the past with these shitty stories that aren't inclusive? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Of course, yeah. I mean, should we just stop? Should we just stop the podcast? Like, I should, guess it's over. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess we can't do House of the Dragon nope. anymore. So nope, it's done. Game of Thrones didn't come out in the 80s. What are you talking about? Uh, it was written in the 80s. No, it wasn't. I mean, not the whole thing. The, you mean the first one? Yeah. He's been like madly searching this for a while. <laughs> it came out like 1998, bro. Did you find that? Or are you just making that up? Of, okay. Prove it. George. He began the first volume in 1991, and it was published in 1996. Hello, you remember 1996? That was women's liberation left and right. Shut not for George. Not, not for Georgie. Not for Georgie. How is, that, how is Britney? Can someone please explain to me how Britney Spears' is women's liberation? Can someone please send me an owl? Email me at sisterswhosaga at gmail.com as to how Britney Spears. For Teddy, feminism in the 90s is Britney Spears. Feminism didn't exist. And today. Okay. Free Britney. Free Britney. Hashtag free Britney. Feminism did not exist in the 90s. We reverted to, I don't know what it was, but it wasn't feminism. It was sexualizing teenage girls. On the reg. So true. Was that, um, it was like girl power, or was that more the aughts? Probably more the aughts. Because then it became like girl power, but it was like fake feminism, or it was like. What's the aughts? It was like, you can be girl, but you still have to look like Kate Moss. Girls that but, are like a um, size four are like considered fat, like in yeah. every movie. There's so much to get into there, but. What are they called? Um, the Spice Girls. Yeah, the Spice Girls are like that was the 90s, textbook dude. girl, uh, girl power, odds. but it's not really feminism. <laughs> I'm putting get a tattoo. We, I'm putting my hand on my head. Teddy's just naming like girl music How did we get bands here? and pop singers. We got here because be like, Libby said Game of Thrones is from the 80s and it's <laughs> washed up and old. And it's from like the late 90s. Okay, but that's still pretty he, old. He wrote it. So, okay. You know, the 90s was like over 30 years ago. I mean, it was 30 years ago. So I'm sorry that this is... He wrote it in the late Okay. If he wrote it in 91, don't fucking tell me he wasn't writing it in the 80s. Thank you. (laughs) I rest my case. What's wrong with the 80s? Okay. Well, look, there there are a lot of problematic issues in Game of Thrones. Okay, and it's in the books, too. Thank you too. for stating the obvious. It Thank is you. in the books, too. So it's not just in the show. It's not shock value for the show. It's in the books. Not that you guys would know. <laughs> not that you would fucking know. I've read the book. You didn't read Fire and Blood, did you? I'm going to read it after. So I wasn't trying to be a Debbie Downer, and I do still, you know, enjoy... I. I Loved Game of Thrones. I'm really, really enjoying the show as well. But I just wanted to give a shout-out to... Black Sun, the book Black Sun by Rebecca Roanhorse. It's like the fantasy that I want to see lifted up in the future um, because some of this stuff, whether or not it was written in the 80s or 90s, it's got to be left in the past at some point, you know? Otherwise, these, 
it's just going to continue. You know, these things are still going to just continue on if we keep telling these stories over and over. Not that we shouldn't be telling these stories because obviously we don't want to forget how things used to be. But let's also lift up these other stories that empower other people. We are going to move on to our final segment. What has enchanted us this week? I watched a movie called Last Night in Soho, which came out in 2021. It's a mystery thriller, and I have wanted to watch it basically since it came out, but like nobody that I knew wanted to watch it with me, which happens to me a lot, and it's pretty hard. You like weird stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I'll just give you the two-sentence describer. Is that what it's called? description yeah an aspiring fashion designer is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer however the glamour is not all it appears to be and the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something far darker um so it's a mystery thriller that i just had really high expectations for but they weren't really met i would say and it was entertaining to watch, but I just didn't really like what happened at the end, and I won't get into that in case anyone wants to watch it. But I think I didn't like where the story ended up going, so that was my main issue, but it was very thrilling and mysterious. And good actors, right? It was good actors, so it was Anya Taylor-Joy, Thomas and McKenzie, and Matt Smith. Damon Targaryen was in it? <laughs> yeah. He's in everything. Um, as Libby said. Oh, yeah. Mike Smith? Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah, Mike Smith. Right now. Um, so hot right now. <laughs> so, yeah. It was a disappointment a bit. I don't know if I would really even recommend it, to be honest. But I'm really glad I saw it. So that's last night in Soho. This week, I watched The Case Against Adnan Sayed, which is on HBO. <laughs> she has it up on her computer right I now so she can remember what it was. No, I just wanted to make sure I had it, the name right. But it says, this four-part documentary series from <laughs> Oscar-nominated director Amy Berg explores the 1999 murder of 18-year-old Heyman Lee and the subsequent conviction of her ex-boyfriend, Adnan Sayed. I'm sure everyone knows the podcast serial. Apparently, MK never listened to it. I'm like, as someone... Who like we both love true yeah. crime. I can't believe you've never listened to serial. This was but. huge. This was a huge one. This, was this really is what story. started. Oh, Ted, why don't? Oh yeah, I why don't know. you mansplain true I crime to me? I actually know what it is. I actually know what it is, and you don't. <laughs> so I know what it is. I just didn't. anyways. I thought it would be timely to rewatch this HBO documentary because Anand Sayed was just released this month. Basically, they said they're not gonna even retry the case. So he they dropped the charges. He was let out. I think more based on a law about people being given life sentences under 18. Because he was only double, 17. Double jeopardy. <laughs> That's absolutely not. Uh, from the I wish that. Tommy Lee Jones was here. And, um, <laughs> but then now, like, they, I guess they've given enough evidence to show that there were, like, at least two other suspects that the police did not fully vet. He, they're not even retrying him. So I feel like I can firmly say like he probably didn't do it. I've always felt a little bit like I'm not sure. And I think that was what the podcast wanted you to feel in the end. That's why it was so popular. It had kind of that will they, won't they? Did he 
you know, did he no, do it, it or did he not? The will they won't they? Um, That's a different thing. <laughs> it had that like will they won't they kind of feel. But um, <laughs> that's romance. We can edit. We can edit this all out. Did, did, he, did he do did it? He? Did he or didn't he? I'm happy for Adnan. I hope he can get his life back. He's only 41. That's pretty young. So, okay, what did you watch, Teddy? I watched Sorry to Bother You. I've seen that. Came I saw it in theaters. Thank you very much. Um, Army Hammer's in it. That had to hit different. He probably knows nothing about. Who's Army Hammer? Oh, I never mind. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Let's not get into it. No. <laughs> uh, He's a literal psychopath who is now, like, canceled and... Hiding, the white basically. dude, the white dude in yeah. that movie. He like is a he Ooh. was like accused of sexual assault and cannibalism and horrifying things. So anyway, um, <laughs> I liked it. It was weird. It was I would say sci-fi set in an alternate uh, present-day Oakland, California, and uh, it's just kind of a comment social commentary on capitalism and what it does to us and hmm. uh starring lakeith stanfield and tessa through, thompson yes it was on netflix and i looked it up and it was reviewed well and i watched it and i was like what the fuck is this it's yeah it's um, a mind code fuck. switching hi it's me oh, yeah. the white voice yeah. that kind of got him up but then it just goes off the rails <laughs> you look so confused. it goes off the rails lives yeah off the rails lives but also, man with a horse's head comes to mind. What? Half man, <laughs> half horse. Is this worth watching? Or yeah, I thought it was. It was good. It was entertaining. Eighty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Nine. I saw that and I said, "All right, let's give it a go." Directed by Boots Riley. Yep. And yeah, it's just a weird movie and. Cool. 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 It's just cool. 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 And then that's it. That's all you need. Cool. And that's it for this episode of Sisters Who Saga. And remember, have you never imagined yourself on the Iron Throne? Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>